0: The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The message you are about to hear is from LCCG King's Embassy Younger Adults and Youth Church. Be blessed as you listen.
1: You are the bound of Gilead. You are the rose of Sharon. Are my peace in the midst of the storm, you are the air I breathe, oh Lord, you are, you are the air I breathe, oh Lord, you are. You are the band of Gilead. You are the rose of Sharon. You are my peace in the midst of the storm. You are the era. Oh Lord, you are, you are the Lord. Oh Lord, you are, rich monarch of Zion. I bow before your throne. Great Monarch of Zion Great Monarch of Zion Great Monarch of Zion We bow before your throne Great Monarch of Zion Great Monarch of Zion
2: Father, this morning, let Your word come to us like fire. Let it be utterances that will wake the dead. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please sit down. We we'll still maintain the temple. Remain in the Spirit.
1: Monarch of Zion. We bow before your throne Great Monarch of Zion Great Monarch of Zion Great Monarch of Zion Zion. We bow before your throne Great Monarch of Zion Red monarch of My god and king To you my life I bring You are enthroned on Zion's throne Everything that is you own Great Monarch of Zion I bow before your throne Great Monarch of Zion Great Monarch of Zion You reign, Lion of Judah, you reign. Over the kingdoms you reign, I have come to say you reign. You rule,
2: Lion of Judah, you rule. Over the cities you rule, we have come to say you rule.
1: You reign, Lion of Judah, you reign. Over the kingdoms you reign. We have come to say you We'll
2: take one of the songs we took during the
0: last when you'd pray. As we go into God's word for this morning, please try and minister with me as you play. Spirit alignment is very key. One of the things that God taught me recently was to return to the singing of certain hymns
2: and to be careful about
0: dismantling the rhythms.
2: Sometimes we become a bit to,
0: I don't know the word to use, but sometimes we, we attack some rhythms and then we cannot, not everybody, some
2: people don't get what the words of those songs are, such that we are going this way, singing a song and if you ask the person what did they say there, he doesn't even know the song. Can we have Fairy Glory? Fairy Glory. Just type in Fairy Glory.
0: So we'll sing the song together. Those that were with us during the way you'd pray can assist the people that were not, that were not around.
2: Okay, so the song is It starts with Fill me glory, glory of God Fix me glory, glory of God Flaming glory heaven's glory fiery glory the glory of God then we go to the second one consume me glory then the third one is consume me glory
0: and the final one is Jesus glory glory of God I'll take it alone the first time so that those who are not around can get their rhythms and then will join again from that first stanza. So let's have Fill Me Glory.
1: Fill Me Glory
0: Glory of God Please don't be fast. Fix Me Glory
1: Glory of God Flaming Glory Heaven's glory Fiery glory Glory of God
2: Now together, fix me glory Fill me glory Glory of God Fix me glory
1: Fix me glory Glory of God, flaming glory,
2: heaven's glory, fiery glory, glory of God, consuming glory. Refining glory, flaming glory, heaven's glory. We take that again. Consuming glory Glory of God Refining
1: glory Flaming glory
2: Heaven's glory glory. Jesus' glory is the glory of God. Spirit glory Flaming glory, heaven's glory, fairy glory. Two more times.
1: Jesus glory.
2: Baruch, increase the volume. Spirit's glory Flaming glory Heaven's glory Fairy glory For the last time, Jesus' glory, spirit glory. Till I overflow, fill me, fill me, Lord. Holy Ghost, fill me till I overflow, fill me, fill me, Lord. Very simple. Holy Ghost, fill me till I overflow. Holy Ghost, fill me till I'm drenched with you. fill me, fill me, Lord. Holy Ghost, hold me till I find my grave, me, Lord. Oh, fill me, Lord. Papa, hold me till I'm stable with you, Father, fix me till I shine for You. Oh fix me, me, Lord. Holy Ghost, touch me till I'm glowing for You. Oh, me touch, me Lord. Holy Ghost, fill me till I overflow. Holy Ghost, fill
1: me till I overflow, fill me Jesus, fill me, fill me now. You
0: see, songs are ladders in the spiritual realm,
2: and when you can capture the tune of the Spirit, all trance will come. Utrance will come and it will flow like a stream.
0: It will flow like a stream. One of our struggles in ministry begins when there are not tunes of the spirit. Is a ladder. Is a ladder. Once you can get the tune of the spirit, utterance will be flowing like
2: a like a river. It's like Send me a mistrial. Just send it to me. first peter chapter 1 verse 18 I'll try to just flow with the holy Spirit this morning can we go to message
1: fashion?
2: Till I overflow Feel feel Sorry, Revised Standard Version Holy Ghost fill me till I overflow feel. Okay, I'll just use this. This is not the version I'm looking for. What I'm looking
0: for says Your life is a journey. And you must travel it with a deep consciousness of God. That's what I'm looking for. That's a message. So which message is this one? This might be a damaged message. Your own message says that, have
1: you? 1 Peter 1.18
0: Message. Don't worry. Let's leave this one. Can you read it? That first part, read it loud and clear. Your life is a journey. You must travel it with a deep consciousness of God. Thank you. This morning I'll be taking us through a journey because that's what we'll be discussing this morning.
2: I thank God for our brother this morning. And thank God for my sister. They have
0: been able to capture some things that I would have loved to talk about in the sermon. And so I'll make few references, very few references to
2: them in what they have said. This week, by the time we meet on Friday, we'll be talking about a path to glory or the path to glory
0: but the lord wants to start with something very key for us today and that is the journey please let's increase this mic a little and that keyboard
2: just increase it a little The
0: first thing I want you to understand is that we are all on a journey. It's very, very easy to forget. But the Almighty God is sending a reminder to us this morning again that we are on a journey. And it is a journey to either glory or doom. Right from conception, the journey begins. Science told us that when a man meets with his wife, millions of sperm cells begin a race. That is where the journey starts. Because what determines life or death belongs to the sperm that meets the egg. And for every other egg that might have come during that process, science says they are all washed away. So, the journey to glory does not begin when a man is born. <laughs> it begins at conception. There is something we call destiny. Destiny can be seen as The preordained counsel of God Or preordained counsel of divinity Sometimes they will tell us That no man even is in control of his destiny Destiny sometimes can be said To be what God originally ordained For a man to be For example we see God speaking in Jeremiah chapter 1 Jeremiah chapter 1 From verse 1 to 5 he was saying concerning Jeremiah. He mentions three important processes that we will talk about in later days. He said, "Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. While you were in your mother's womb, I ordained you to be a prophet unto nations." So, we can say that the destiny of Jeremiah was to be a prophet so destiny represents a preordained counsel of God. But there is also destination. Destination is where a man arrives. So God said my destiny is to shine. But because that is my destiny usually does not mean that automatically becomes my destination. What makes a man's destination to equal his God-given destiny Is in a place called a valley of decision As the man journeys So, there is destiny There is a final destination And from when a man is born and he begins to journey There will be kairos moments in his life. And one of the valleys that he will pass through is the valley of decisions. The sad part about life is that as many journeyed through life, what became their destination wasn't their destiny. For example, in Genesis chapter 49, verse 4. The Bible told us about Reuben. It said, Reuben was born to excel. The excellency of my strength. The head to the blessing of Abraham. But unstable like water, you will never excel. Because in the valley of decision... You went up to my wife's bed as it were
2: and you defiled it. Or
0: should we talk about Saul? In the valley of decision God singled him out of an entire nation as a choice king and said to Saul, your kingdom will be forever. And in the Valley of Decisions, he came across a Kairos moment, go and destroy the people, save the people, and he decided to listen to strange men. And in that valley, his destiny, that which represents God's plan and agenda for his life and his generation, was taken away. Or should we look at the life of Esau? Whereby it was in the valley of decision. One day he was just hungry. It was hunger. The same way sometimes we can be hungry for things. He stood at the Kairos moment. And the brother said to him, Give me your destiny
2: for porridge.
0: And in the valley of decisions, he exchanged his destiny for porridge. A documentary recently was made concerning area boys and prostitutes in Lagos. And as I said, He watched the documentary. The key leader, who many of the area boys meet before they begin. All their trades said something. He said there is nobody who comes to Lagos who came here to be an area boy. He said look at those girls on the street every day. None of them came and journeyed into this land for this purpose. But in the valley of decisions, Kairos moments came up. And they chose to follow a different path Our brother just told you his story (laughs) He went to school and was a worker But in the valley of decision Between destiny and destination Decisions were made That automatically turned his course from destiny To a different destination I'm praying for someone here this morning. I don't know how far you are going in a place that seems right to you. And if the end of it is destruction. I'm praying for you that the mighty hand of God this morning, this morning, it won't be tomorrow. We reroute you in the name of Jesus. Ah, I thought your amen would be louder than that. so many stories of people who had destinies but it was in the valley of decisions there is something I want you to learn about the journey process today and it is in 2nd Kings chapter 9 is a very long scripture and that will be the summary of this message Second Kings chapter 9. When you get home, please read from verse 1 to 34. Let's go to KJV because I will read it. I'll read from verse 1 to 13 slowly so that you can understand. That's the message this morning. And then I will read from verse 30 to
2: 34.
0: the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said unto him, Guard up thy loins. Take this box of oil in thy hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. And when thou hast come, either, look out there for Jehu the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in and make him arise up from among his brethren and carry him to an inner chamber. Let's post post them. When you begin your journey, one of the critical things you must never forget is that it is not our journey. Your journey is personal to you. Listen carefully We can do tutorial classes together But when a child comes first Only one person's name is written on the certificate Your journey is personal to you And as God takes you through the process One of the things you must look out for Is what he begins to separate you from Whenever God begins to call you for separation, glory is ahead. Many people along the journey always get distracted with association. They are looking for friendship in the journey. They are looking for relationship in the journey. They are looking for associates in the journey. You are a lone ranger In the journey of life Genesis chapter 12 Verse 1 Abraham leave your Father's house To a place that I will Show you The journey requires you To be on your course alone It was among His brethren Among his family Among people that grew up With him but we cannot anoint him with them. If God has not separated you, it's because you are not responding to the separation. Mark chapter 8 verse 23. Jesus wanted to heal a blind man. And the Bible said Jesus held his hand and took him outside of the city. You heal him in the church? Why can't you heal him among his friends? Why do you have to take him outside of the city to commission him? It is because this journey is not us that we run it together in school. In those days, I always remember there were always many cliques people who come to church together. And so when you don't see one You know that the other one will not come And that was the failure of many destinies Failure by association But what God wanted to show us about Jehu Is that the making of a man begins by separation it's a process of saving you out of your father's house, out of your culture, out of what you are used to, to submit to his process. Let's go on. And he carried him to an inner chamber. Verse 3. Then take the box of oil and pour it on his head. And say, thou said the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel, Then open the door and flee And tarry not So the young man Even the young man The prophet Went to Ramoth Gilead And when he came He saw the captain of the old sitting And said I have an errand to thee O captain And Jehu said Unto which of all And he said to thee, O captain And he arose and went into the house And he poured the oil on his head And said unto him Thou seest the Lord God of Israel I have anointed thee king Over the people of the Lord Over Israel Verse 7 And thou shalt smite the house of Ahab thy master that I may avenge the blood of my servants the prophet And the blood of the servant of the Lord At the end of Jezebel For the whole house of Ahab shall perish And I will cut off Ahab Him that pisseth against the wall And him that is shut up and left in Israel And I will make the house of Ahab Like the house of Jeroboam the son of Nebah and like the house of Basha, the son of Aijah. And the dogs shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel. And there will be none to bury her. He delivered the message. He opened the door and he fled. There's something from verse 11 to verse 13. But God is permitting that we jump that. Let's go to verse 30. verse 30 now after Jehu was anointed by God Jehu got up and began to do the enterprise that he was commissioned for began to kill began to stand in the gap as a matter of fact the people that were among him they recognized the potential of God over his life and they called him king scripture emphasized that they blew the trumpet announcing his reign But the assignment for glory that he was commissioned for was to go and meet a woman called Jezebel. Because what God wanted to do was to avenge what Jezebel did to his prophets. And so Jehu rose up and when he had come to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it and she painted her face And tied her head And looked out of the window Verse 31 And as Jehu entered in at the gate She said Zimri peace Who slew his master Verse 32 And he lifted up his face to the window And said who is on my side Who And then looked out to him Two or three eunuchs Verse 33 And he said throw her down and they threw her down, and some of her blood was sprinkled on the wall and on the horses, and he trod under her foot. Now let's go back to verse 30. Let me show you something there. Jehu, who was coming to attack Jezebel, entered into the palace. And then the scripture showed us something That you might miss. If you don't look with the eyes of the spirit. That the person that she was coming to attack. Did not summon soldiers to come and fight him. She was queen. She was someone in control of the entire army of Israel. But her strategy for war was not swords. Do you know what she did? Or what she did? What did she do?
2: She painted her face. You
0: see, many times we are attacking the wrong enemy. And I will show you what Jehu did here. Something tells me what this woman wanted to play was an act of seduction. Because the next thing she did was to hail him. Oh, you are the one killing your master. All hail to you. And let me interject a little because in the journey of life, the enemy that you are fighting with is not afraid to hail you. It's not afraid to tell you you are doing well in mischievousness and failure. It's not afraid to tell you, ah, you are now doing very well when you are doing wrong. I remember a friend that I used to have, very close friend. Before he announced his trouble It was when he was committed The biggest sin That was when doors of ministry were opening I don't think you got me It was at the point When he was now an unbeliever That was when the world was hearing his name Because your enemy is not afraid Of hearing you to do. He will tell you go on Ah almighty singer So you are singing There is more anointing in prayerlessness That was the behavior that he had To Samson When he was telling him Strong man of Israel Tell me this thing And the Bible says you will calm him down again The Philistines are upon you And Samson will rise in strength To battle but it was a subtle signal of the serpent to watch him fail and yet tell him he's doing well. You see, be careful of praises. That is why the Bible said if nobody is judging you, judge yourself. You know how far you are when they tell you you are doing well. Because he can sponsor ministry for a man who has become prayerless. Because he can make there He was anointed And yet was a woman Who did not come to him With swords She came to him with seduction And you know I don't know where he got the wisdom The bible told us in verse 31 and 32 didn't go near. He was a man of war But he stood far And then he made an announcement In verse 32 Let's go there He said, and he lifted up his face to the window. He knew that I have come too far. This is not a battle you fight with sword. It's a battle you fight by decision. And he said, who is on my side? And the Bible said, and they looked out to him. To so what? Who are eunuchs? Men who has been castrated? I don't think you are seeing the mystery in this scripture. A man recognized that this battle, I don't fight it with strength. If you fight some certain battles with your strength, you will fail. He knew that this is not a battle I fight because I'm a man anointed. Let's look for men who have been castrated for this assignment. And so he made a shout and said, where are they? And the Bible said, two, even three stood up because they had been made for it. And they did the assignment. And the prophecy of God came to pass. Later on, Jehu still messed up. But let's just look it at this point. As I round off this morning, Jesus mentioned three ways eunuchs are made. Because as I said on the journey, the tempter will come. It's not going to always come to affect finances His assignment is that That which is the prophecy And prophetic template for your life You don't fulfill it That's his assignment I told us last week Your enemy is not really interested in your going to heaven or not That is too small for him But if the counsel of God concerning destiny can be aborted Ah. He achieved a great plan for him if you are born to win souls for Christ and you die as a normal person who we'll never achieved that, he is great as a person because he knows he's going to hell. So, your coming is not really as important as destiny. Jesus said that there are three ways that Enochs are made number one he said there were some who were born as eunuchs nobody made them eunuchs because the temptation you are fighting is a temptation that you must be castrated for you must be made for it I see this one as it was God himself by virtue of mercy that made the man so God can make a man. But any man that God will make must present his body as a living sacrifice. Only an acceptable unto him. Such that his life has been swallowed up and the Bible can say about him also that it is no longer him that liveth. Our brother quoted the scripture. He said, he that seeks to keep his life shall lose it. The problem with majority is that we try to keep our life too much. And at the end of the day, we will lose it. But when you submit your life to him, He can make you for the battle and the journey. Number two, Jesus said there were eunuchs that it was men that made them there is one that God makes there is one that men are the ones who make them who is making you who is sitting over your life who knows the decisions that you are making I hope you are not running fast without men making you because they will ask the way they asked Moses who made you a judge over us I hope you are sitting down with men who, by virtue of grace, they have seen a little bit beyond where you are. There is someone that I love so much. Ah, very wonderful child of God. And why do I like this lady? If she wants to eat, she will call. She was supposed to do something very important. (laughs) In Osho state I should go oh, I need to travel sir I just It wasn't a prayer point I just looked here and there Said you can't travel this time Tell them you can't make it No argument <sighs> What wow, there are some people You are even telling them I saw that something will happen They will still go Someone came one day And said sir I want you to You know, I want to have a very close relationship with you. And I always say the same three things I say. Number one, I will not really look for you except God sends me to you. Number two, you will call me most of the time. And then number three, can you obey? Because what my father in the Lord taught me and one of the things that he emphasized for my life is that obedience (laughs) is how to follow the master. That is why when I get to a corporate environment and I have a father in the Lord there, I don't have, he told me you don't have a point. Even if I have to submit a point, they will ask me, do you have an impute? Then I will say, okay, this is what I feel. But if it is opposing my father, what's my point? I follow. You must have somebody that can make you... Because if that is what will castrate you for many things that we face in life, somebody must see before you. Number three, Jesus Christ said, there are eunuchs
2: who became eunuchs
1: by themselves. Benihim
0: does not have a father in the Lord. Of course, God made him.
1: But when you read his books, one
0: of the things that he said about how he was able to overcome several challenges of life was he got to a moment in the valley of decision where by himself he chose God. You
1: can choose for yourself.
2: If we would go far with God on this path to glory,
0: it is critical for us to know, very important, that you will need to make decisions. And if the enemy will win
2: or fail, it will be in that valley
0: what decisions have you made so far that is the equation of why you are where you are? And what decisions are you still making that will determine where you are going? Because the gravity of a wrong decision sometimes is not known when the decision itself is made. one day when him who will come will come and because of the decision that has already been made what could have been deserving will be given to another let me repeat that statement the value of a decision is not known at the point of making a decision because many things decide the decision In the story of the talent. The value of their decision was not known at inception. Until him who was going to come came. And he will come. And when he comes. When a man has made the wrong decisions. What is deserving to him. Can be given to another. One of the regrets that we will have in heaven many people, not us in Jesus' name, is that many will see what they were made for
2: and they will see what they did.
0: Another set will see what they were made for that was given to their junior brother. Another will see what they were made for that was given to somebody that was not even made for anything. It said concerning who was going to betray him, He said, let another take his seat. I'm praying for you that in this valley of decisions, as interjections and interceptions will be coming in our life, you will not choose what will puncture destiny. Please let your amen be loud and clear. As you pray this morning, I want you to think of this very deeply. One of the scriptures, I don't really like it, is that winter is past. I always believe that God can restore. And I always believe that he will restore. But late yesterday night, the Lord said something. And I I don't know if I should say it. But he he made reference to the prophecy of Jesus. He said, oh, restoration, restoration. Hmm. Interesting. But Jesus must come out.
2: From a virgin.
0: Mm. So even if he was, she was from the family of David. (laughs) She can't carry Jesus. That was the price. That was the prophecy. We cannot change it in the valley of decision. If Mary had punctured what God said, seal. (laughs) Anointed for it, but denied of it. I want you to beg him this morning. I don't know the puncturing that has occurred. But I want you to speak to the
1: restorer
0: on this path to glory. Don't let me fail in the valley of decision. Scripture said, how can a young man guard his way? Because so many things would arise. And if heaven does not help us, Ah, that which is deserving can be denied. I have seen good papers of visa access denied because in the value of decision, transactions were made that brought about denial. Please talk to him. There is a window this morning. And the Great One is calling and is stretching forth his hand and is saying,
2: Will you come? The Great One calls today.
0: Doesn't want you to walk alone. He who walks by the flesh, the Bible said, he will die. He was never given for a man to direct his steps. If there is one that must sit upon us, if there is one that must make us into one that can contend with the enemy, it must be him by himself. The war you are fighting is not a war with guns. It's a war that will be judged by decisions. Today will you choose him at the face of association. Today will you raise up your hand for him at the face of distractions because they will come. Enticements will come. Young prophet assigned for destiny, it was a distraction of rest, just rest a little, and that which he was called for was taken away. A lion ate him up. There is a lion roaring. Proverbs said, There is a lion on the streets, (laughs) there is a lion. Who is keeping watch at your destiny? There is a lion. Who is saying that let's stop him from becoming what God called him to be? Your enemy is not sleeping. I hope you have not taken the posture of rest. Many who rested too early were late to rest. Talk to him. He must help you. You are not called to be small, oh. Ah. The reason for the temptation is because glory is ahead. Can't you see it? You are closer than yesterday. That is why the temptations are increasing. It's increasing because you are closer. Jesus made it as a prayer. He said, lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Then he said for thine is the power. The glory. The glory is after the temptation. Your enemy knows. That your day has come. And he will wage war. Against your destiny. Can you cry to the great one. Don't be among people. Who are not taking the prayer point. For their life serious. When he concerns you. Cry. Ah. Dead night for several hours, I waited upon God telling Him, Nobody will take my place in destiny, I will not make decisions that will puncture my life. Pray, pray. Ah, the enemy you are fighting is not sleeping, is one minute prayer too much to cry? If you don't cry in a place, where will you cry? The book of Jonah said they have exchanged their glory for worthless idols. What have you exchanged for your destiny? What did you give up on the temple of transactions with the devil? I hope you did not give up your birthright for porridge. I hope for the pleasures of sin. You are not giving up what God called you to be. Hebrews chapter 11, 23 to 25. He said, by faith Moses, when he was come to years, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to follow destiny, to suffer affliction, than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. Sin only sings. Sin takes a man out of the sin. Sin makes a man irrelevant In the counsel of God Sin empties Sin can bury a man alive And the bad thing about sin Is that there are praises Leading to praise you for your sin Don't let it sink you this morning In this few minutes talk to him Missed the compass many times We have missed the way Where we had the compass The great one was come. Please talk to him It had to take a eunuch A man who had Castrated to deal with Jezebel The enemy You are fighting with Is a seducer He will seduce you Entice you Squeeze you until there is nothing a man must be castrated for this assignment. A man must have been made. A man must have been fixed. A man must have been shaped. Can God find you somebody this morning for destiny? Can He sharpen you? for listening. We are sure you've been blessed. For more messages, kindly log on to our website on www.kingsembassy.org.ng. For Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash mykingsembassy. And for Instagram and Twitter, is at mykingsembassy. Thank you and God bless you.